Welcome into the Fairweather Podcast, where we discuss all things San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. So we have a new intro. Oh my God, we're live. Welcome Hello, in, everyone. Welcome into the Fairweather <laughs> Podcast. We're brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network and Roughneck Scarves. Uh, that is the newest intro uh, with some live instruments that I got a chance to actually play some stuff uh, today. So we're excited to launch that for the first time. Because you have extra time, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, just break out the trombone and toot around a little yeah. bit. The dogs didn't hate you, it. You're so. going to take that to the beach, right? <laughs> the trombone? No, that's why I play, picked up guitar instead. It's like way easier to travel with. Can't be like, hey... Hey, lady that I'm interested in, you want to hear me play trombone? It doesn't go over too well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can't go to the beach right now, Chris. Why'd you have to say that? Uh, I mean, when we can. can. Okay, just, when we can, when we can. I'm going to get some <laughs> sand and put it on the floor of my yeah. bathroom and fill up my bathtub, and then I'll pretend I'm at the beach. Uh, so tonight... Uh, <laughs> We got. I have. Hey, that, that's a dare. I dare you to do that. <laughs> I, think, I think my wife would be very, very not happy with me. Uh, but tonight we got a really special show tonight. Um, and joining us as always, uh, two wonderful co-hosts to get through this tonight. Uh, we got Marissa. How you doing today? Tonight? Today? Tonight? Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm doing good. Actually, thank you for the laughs. Uh, my theme for today was humor. Even though, you know, it's April Fool's and we're not supposed to be, like, really telling jokes. So I've had a lot of uh, opportunities to smile today and I'm trying to focus on that and not get down. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing good. And on that point about making the beach at your house, like, I totally was thinking about bringing my camp camping gear to like my parents front yard and just like <laughs> camping out in my parents front yard because I don't have grass like a yard like that. And they do they have like a good amount of grass and I was like that would be so fun just nice, to like nice. go and camp in front in their front yard like pop the tent and get our portable fireplace and stuff I think that would be really cool and then we got Chris how are you doing tonight Chris hey man I'm doing good you know this is my this is my holiday this is, this is national holiday. Chris Walker day I'm all, I'm all about that April oh. Fool's and you know I think oh. the the way I've been full of people today is saying that I'm doing stuff and I'm not. So, uh, it's good. Perfect. Perfect. Cool. Now we are super excited tonight. Uh, we have a very, very, very special guest joining us tonight live on the podcast. Um, so we're going to bring him in uh, the chairman of San Diego loyal uh, Andrew Vasiliadis. How are you doing tonight? I'm well, and well done on the last name. I, I've yeah. been practicing. Uh, the first couple podcasts, I was like, Andrew for Sloan. That's how it goes. <laughs> Andrew V, like, it's easy right, right. Me. It's like we talked to, we talked to Toomey recently, and I had to ask him, like, how do you say your last name? Because I don't want to mess it up. Oh, that's a fun one. <laughs> so, uh, how, how are you doing uh, tonight? And are you, like, ready to turn the page? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm doing really well, good, doing good. the best we can, you know, me and my wife hunkered down at home and then just reaching out to families the best way we can, doing a lot of this. Um, yeah. And then just hoping for better news as we move forward. Right. Now, speaking of families, uh, the soccer family is always one that we want to celebrate and, and point out. And one of our own uh, soccer family, uh, Jerry, put out on Twitter today uh, that his son's birthday is tomorrow. Uh, he's He's pretty young. I think he's turning four. Um, and he is asking for video messages for his birthday. So I thought we would take this time to uh, wish Diego a very uh, happy birthday, and hopefully he can get his, uh, his birthday party in uh, soon. I think it was a monster truck party. So we'll go around the horn uh, and give, every, uh, give everyone a chance, uh, and we'll start with our guest. Uh, happy birthday, Diego. We wish you the best. Miss Marissa? Uh, hi, Diego. Uh, your dad is really awesome, and we all want to celebrate with you at the next Loyal home match. So we hope to see you soon and hope you have a really good oh. birthday. The kitty says happy birthday to you, Diego. <laughs> awesome. And Chris? Chris? Hey, Diego, just want to say what's up to you and have, have, have a happy birthday. Yeah, it was nice to see them out at the first home game. He had his 
headphones on to keep making sure the drums and the cheering weren't too loud, but he was right there in the mix with his family. So it's the soccer family is super important to, to celebrate with. So happy birthday. Um, and with that, I think personally, I think there's only one question that we is very important that we need to ask you tonight. And that is, uh, purple kits. Are they still, uh, we're still working on those. Those are still going to happen. Like, You're designing it. Yeah, I, you know. I, <laughs> I, am, I have money set aside as soon as those goalie kits drop that I'm going to get my first. I've been waiting. Yeah. Like the orange ones were legit. And I was like, ah. Stimulus checks. Right? I, I gotta, remember when the, when they were released, I think we tweeted on the FairPods like, uh, what about the goalie kits? Like, let's yeah. get those. Oh, that yeah. was that was the hardest secret to keep myself. Like yeah. just telling my own friends, just like just the concept is so killer, you guys. Like, and then I remember when we first showed it to Stone, because it like it wasn't on their radar, anything like that. And the fact that we had to go to USL and get mm-hmm, the approval mm-hmm. for it, we're the first team to do it, anything like that. Um, so when they saw it, they were over the moon. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. So. So I is that st- yes they're in the work zone at me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. All right, all right. Oh yeah. Um, no, n- neither confirm nor deny. I appreciate that. Um, so we want to spend a little bit of time on your your esports shenanigans you've been up to, um, both yeah. good and bad. Like um, I don't know which one you want to start with. Do you want to just get the Rocket League out of the way and say and say your piece? You de- you decide. You decide. Um, I th- I'm in a good mood, so let's talk about that FIFA match, uh, that 5-1 thrashing. Um, you chose um, RB Salzburg, which is a, a, a pretty good choice. Any reason why you chose uh, Red Bull Salzburg? So so we'll start here. FIFA out of the two is my first passion, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely the new the one that I was going to stand out in more, mm-hmm. for sure. Um <laughs> As far as that, I'm more an ultimate team player, so I don't really mess around with pro clubs as much. And to be honest, it was really just Google search, like what are the best 3.5 teams out there? And I started practicing with Celtic, to be honest, um, because like uh, locally they're 3.5, but then when you go online, they're four. Mm -hmm. And so luckily I figured that out a couple days beforehand, and then I switched to Salzburg. Now I see that everybody's using them and a lot of people that are winning are winning with them. Right. So I figure at some point I'm going to have to counter with something else. Right. Um, so I've been watching some other matches and seeing, I see like you see a lot of people using Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some speed there with Jordan Morris and stuff. Um, so yeah, so I definitely, I don't want to settle there because I know over time I'm going to have to adjust to it. Now, have you been uh, asking some of the coaches for some tactical uh some tactical advice. I don't need advice. any advice when it comes to that game. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> That's all you. Yeah, um, early red card, but I thought even with if even if he didn't get the red card, I thought you were by far the the stronger competitor on the pitch. Um, maybe a little bit wasteful in the final third at times. If we're going to be a little bit tactically honest, um, uh, there was a couple of uh, a couple of really nice saves. Uh, you seem to you seem to try to get Daka's his uh, his hat trick there. Was that like a, a purposeful approach, or was that just kind of he was riding the hot hand for that day? Uh, not purposeful whatsoever. It was actually uh, it's the actually the other forward. His last name starts with a B. Uh, in the matches warming up, that I was that I was he was scoring a lot of goals for me. Daka was setting a lot of them up. Um, but no, I agree with you. I was wasteful towards the end cause I, I knew I had the win. And so I just, <laughs> I was pushing the limits of what these forwards could do. Cause I don't really know them right. compared to like ultimate team where I'm using, you know, five star sun, you know what you're getting right foot, left foot. And so I, I saw, you'll see one later, low shot across goal. I just wanted to see what their low shot kind of looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I agree with you with or without the red card, I felt pretty comfortable in that matchup after a good few minutes. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's it's out there on the interwebs. If you want to take it, uh, take a look at it. Do you know when your next game is? I know that you have to schedule it with the other player. Do you know when your next? Uh... You want to announce it right now? We sure. Be the first to know. Sure, let's do it. Breaking news. Friday night at seven o'clock. Okay. Uh, so he's Orange County SC. Um, so same time zone. Um, I don't. I, I got to see if I can find his match. I now know how to archive my own videos, so nice. I'll be able to I'll be able to 
post my own video after this one. Um, I know he tied one to one yeah, uh, in his matchup. Your PlayStation yeah. or Xbox? No, Xbox. Okay. Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of the Orange County guys playing. Um, I don't know that one that well. I know the other guy because we he's on the Orange County podcast, and so we ended up uh, calling his, we ended up calling his game last time um, where he ended up winning, and he played. Who do you play with? Oh, uh, Spartak Moscow for some strange reason. Yeah, that's another one. That's yeah. another one you're seeing people use. Yeah, uh, and then uh, he he also was looking at Rangers because of their uh, shenan- like their Orange County Rangers thing. But Rangers is not a good team on FIFA. They're like really slow in the back end. I was trying when I rewatched my match. I was trying to figure out why he went with them, and I didn't. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, we. I, I mean, there wasn't a there wasn't really a really dynamic player in that lineup. Like mm-mm. it just it wasn't. And then he never adjusted after the red card. Right, that's he the other thing. Three de- he stayed with three defenders and gave me a ton of space. And I'm right. like, he, <laughs> there's mistake one. Right. I I thought that he was gonna he paused and I thought he was gonna swap some stuff out and move a, uh, another guy back. But I was like, he's rolling with three in the back. I guess. I mean, so I thought what I thought what he was doing. My wife was sitting and watching me play. I thought he was going to go to a ver- like a formation that's used in Ultimate Team a lot, which I hate, and hopefully we don't see a lot of it in this, which is four two four, and it just becomes very attack heavy, and you do a lot of like high pressure on the ball. Um, so I thought he was going to go full attack, and so I, I countered with a little attack on my end, hoping, okay, come after me, I'll score again, and then he backed off a little bit, and I think he went four three three towards the end or something. So a very entertaining match. Uh, for those of you who are listening who want to uh, support that, um, that's Friday, this Friday night um, against Orange County. Um, I think you're in for a, a good match. Um, the Rocket League thing. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, All right, let's start here. Let's here, start here. Go ahead. Let's start here. Go ahead. The most, impo- the most important thing is we're doing great work with feeding San Diego. Yes. Yeah. And that's no matter how well I do in the tournament, the fact that we're halfway to our goal on that is really impressive. Yeah. That being said, why we're, why we're, I'll say this once and leave it alone. It (laughs) should be three on three and not one V one. And my mistake was not practicing more one V one matches. I've been practicing for last like two, three days with buddies playing three V three. Yeah. And the minute that one V one game started and I realized what he was trying to do, I was like, Oh, all the philosophies, everything I know for three on three really doesn't apply here. Right. And so I, I saw what he was doing. I saw like, usually I can pressure, pressure high and we work the ball towards the goal. Right. He just sat in the goal, wait for it to come somewhere across his goal line, bounced it over my head. And then he was off and running and I just didn't adjust fast enough to that. I was like, man, yeah, that was tough. That I, I think was he tough. was. So, I th- think he was playing to his strengths as a defender. Defender for Phoenix Rising. I think he was like, I'm just going to hang back here by the goal where I know what I'm doing. And well, yeah. And so now that's that's what I'm going to work on. I kind of have the strategy. Um, and then I, I immediately texted uh, Elijah Martin. I was like, Hey, we got to get some practice in. I need some work. <laughs> I need some work on this. Um, so he and I are he and I are going to work on it. But like, I just don't like. I don't want to bash it. They're doing a great thing. Right. But I don't know if you saw some of the other scores. I there did. was a 14 to nothing and a yeah. 16 to two. Yeah. Like make it three on three. Yeah. And, and when they said one-on-one, they said, well, we're worried about getting everybody together. It's like, we're here. Right. All the players are sitting at home. Right. Elijah and Irvin were ready to go. Right. So I think, I think I'm going to talk to them about it. We might, after each official one, kind of throw out to that team and say, Hey, Let's jump on our own and, and do, do a three, three on three, three. you yeah. know, and just see how that goes. That's what so, I was telling. Okay. That's uh, my two cents. He was better. Like I was better than I was. Right. He beat me. Right. Fair and square. Right. On to the next one. But I'd rather be playing three on three than one on one. I think That's with all. I think with that Reno match, I think it really points out the flaw in the one on one is, you know, with three on three, you can take some offensive chances and still have your defensive guys behind you. Right. But if you miss a ball, like it's pretty much a free open shot. And when you play someone who is like a technically proficient as the guys from Reno are, it, it's as a as a even as a neutral, it was like I don't even want to watch this. Like, right, like, right. And we, then like I'm thinking about the night before when I won 10 of the 12 matches I played and my, my buddies and I are like flying across the goal to make saves. You're right. crossing things. Right. The highlights would be better. Right. 
I like right now the highlights are like a guy driving it into the goal. Right. Sweet. Yeah. I <laughs> I agree. This is what I told Marissa before we started recording is three on three just is a little bit more enjoyable. There's more like actual technical tactical things you can do. It's a more enjoyable watch. And if we're trying to like bring eyes in and hook people in, three on three would have been more engaging. But I do think you're right. I think the big thing is that charity. Um, and I know that I donated on behalf of Fairweather Pod because I couldn't do it as Fairweather Pod. Um, but <laughs> if um, I know you guys are running, there's like a donate button on the Facebook through the team, and there's some messages up uh, both from you uh, and the CEO of uh, was it Feeding San Diego? Yep. Yeah. And so if you haven't been to the team's Facebook page, check it out. Um, I know some of us um, are, you know, worried about some finances, but if you're in a position to donate, like, please do uh, join us in helping feed, uh, helping us uh, with that feeding San Diego. I, I do agree with you, Andrew, that this is the biggest thing about this tournament is we can, you know, put some eyes on some of these charities that are doing really good work in their communities. Um, and I know, Marissa, that's something that you really hype as well with you with, with soccer and USL is that really mm-hmm. deep um, connection to the community that I think you get with uh, a league like USL mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and and soccer players. Um, so I think we, that we can leave the esports behind. Um, <laughs> we can turn the page. Uh, I know that. Sc- hey, hold up. Hey, hold yeah, up, yeah. Go ahead, Chris. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, dude, how sick was it that it was on the ESPN app? Like, I thought that was like April Fool's, so I wasn't gonna touch it. And then I saw enough <laughs> confirming reports. I was like, okay, this is sick. Yeah, sick until the games were over, and I had to realize that now living on ESPN three dot com, you can go check it out right now. You can watch it over and over again. Oh yeah, I watched it a couple times. <laughs> and then there's commentary over it, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> it was uh devin kerr and mike watts uh oh, that's right okay, two okay. phenomenal game callers so it felt like it was like a legit match um yeah but i mean but, like they were calling like oh there's a goal like it would have been so much more fun to call like real crosses and plays and and like you cycle kind of like they do in hockey right right you know, you're attacking one moment and then you're back on defense and another mm-hmm. player is going up like it's just more fun Right, right. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. As soon, I mean, there. Right, we're gonna move on. Yep. Move turn, on. turn the page, and <laughs> you have, you have a chance at redemption uh, against. Was it uh, Toronto two? Uh, yeah. So you have a chance at redemption. We'll look forward to watching it. If not, then um, you know, it's fine. Support the charity. Um, giving back to the community, and that's what matters, yeah, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> And uh, so, Marissa, I know you had some questions uh, about uh, Andrew just yeah, as so, a human. Yeah, um, so, you know, I I definitely did my research on you, uh, you know, a couple right when they announced you and then most recently, obviously, preparing for this. Um, and I found out that, like, well, obviously, we know that you're, you know, you've, you're a DJ and you've been doing that for a long time. You're really into music. You know, you said you mentioned like uh, in the UT that you like show tunes and classical music. So I have a really, uh, it's a really, I guess we'll we'll figure out like how deep it can go. Is like in the in the soundtrack of your life, what's the first <laughs> song that plays? Oh wow! Oh whoa! Okay, <laughs> uh, just because it's nostalgic for me, probably "No Rain" by Blind Melon. Got it. I love that, that was one. A, that, that was a song growing up that meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so just off the top of my head, that's probably yeah. somewhere I would go. That's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like a sweet music video too. So I can yes, totally... it is when music videos mattered. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, so sad. Dang. We just aged ourselves. Um, yeah. So that I mean that kind of segues right into like your experience and and where you went to high school and you know, the, the influences you have, um, talk a little bit about like your coaches and I think, uh, coach Herman and how he influenced you. And, and it sounded to me like, you know, he was giving back to like the younger athletes like you and, you know, whoever else was on your team. And how does that influence you now currently as a chairman? So there was a, uh, fortune 500 article 
talking to some of the top CEOs around the world. And every single one of them in that article talked about some sort of high school coaching experience that guided them throughout their entire life. Um, so Coach Herman was that for me. Um, so being at Francis Parker, I was, a, I was a lifer, kindergarten, all the way through high school. Um, so he got to me in middle school, and I played middle school volleyball for him there, and then into high school. Um, and it wasn't just something that he did for me, but he was really a steward of raising young men. Like he, he, if you look at his program, if you look at the kids that come out of it, you see people who go in and do wonderful things in their communities and in, in, in the workforce. Um, and that's not, you know, it's not a mistake. <laughs> um, so he, <clears throat> so I'm in high school. Uh, my dad's battling cancer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I'm in high school. My dad's battling cancer. I'm not doing things that I should be doing. I'm, I'm really not, not, not behaving appropriately. Um, so he, he kind of watched out for me on campus, make sure, sure I was all right. Um, and then when I went to college, I went to Long Beach State, which was his university. Um, so he had some guidance there for me as well, which helped a lot. Um, and then when I came back to San Diego and I was living with, with a couple buddies, a roommate of mine who was also a Parker lifer, Sorry, this is a long story. <laughs> no, we like it. I love it. <laughs> he, uh, he actually got a job at the Bishop School, which is a rival of Francis Parker out of mm. La Jolla. And he was teaching, and then he started coaching. And um, he was just coming home and beaming about the coaching. And I was like, you know what? I remember that experience being so strong for me. And, like, I would love – I have the time. Let's do it. Let's see if there's something that I enjoy. So I started working at the Bishop School, and I knew – I would always want to get back to Parker and work with him. But mm -hmm. then in that time, as I was at Bishop's, he retired because he was going to get the AD job uh, at Parker. And so I was like, dang it, I missed it. You know, like there was my opportunity. I should have I should have jumped schools. I was never going to go back to Parker and say, hey, give me a job. I was going to let my coaching, you know, talk for itself. And then hopefully one day they would come to me. Um, that's what ended up happening, thankfully. Uh, the women's head coach at the time came and said, Andrew, it's time to come home. I said, absolutely. Um, and it just so happened that that year they had a little issue with their men's coach and Herman stepped back in and took the program back over. Oh, wow. So when he took the program back over, that's when I was like, boom. I mean, he called me. I cried. I'm like, yes, we're doing this. We're that's doing awesome. this. Uh, in my first, first year with him, we won San Diego's at any level uh, first uh, we call it a state championship. It's not really a state championship because the North and the South don't play each other yet in the final. So we're the Southern California championship for that year uh, for division three men's volleyball and first team ever to do that here in wow. town. Um, but to be on the other side of it, I didn't think about that until I was actually in it, it was an incredible experience. Cause I remember being the shorter guy that stood in front of him as he talked to me. Right. And he instructed me and guided me. And now we were building practice plans together and we were, we were working on how we were going to shape their minds together. And I was like, this is just incredible. And mm -hmm. so I, I absorbed everything that I could from that man. Um, he, I was, it was heartbreaking to tell him I tried to coach this year uh, in the fall season. We have beach volleyball now in high school. Uh, so, uh, so in the fall, the boys are playing beach and I signed up to do it for him. And that was right when the soccer stuff was really getting going for us. And I made like three practices and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like there just wasn't enough time because we were getting, there's too much to do here. Um, right. But he completely understood. He is one of my biggest cheerleaders now. He calls me and texts me every once in a while. And just like, he's excited wow. about Landon. He's excited. He's not a soccer fan. So, mm -hmm. so now he's yeah. kind of roped into it all. Mm -hmm. um, but just, yeah, just to, to, my favorite thing when, when I was a coach was to watch a child go from their freshman to the senior year and just to watch that development and just then to watch them grow up. And thankfully they're great kids and they, they reach back out to you and they, you see what they're doing in college. I'll, I'll give you a great example. I had a kid who I coached on the soc on our soccer team, mm -hmm. great kid, like brilliant person goes out to Dartmouth, joins their team, one year is uh, MVP of the team, helps them win a title. Uh, he just graduated college this past year, and he was ready to try professional soccer. So we said, hey, Braden, come on down. 
and he, he wow. was part of our open tryouts. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out for us, um, but I think he may still be with forward Madison, um, the League One team. Uh, nice. But to watch a to watch a kid go from high school and then watch a glimpse of him at Dartmouth and then to watch him start his pro career and then to have a tough conversation with him, you know, when I knew it wasn't going to work out with us and just let him know, like, if this is what you want, you got to keep fighting for it. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's a kid with a bright mind and a great education, but there are guys out here that are fighting to feed their families, you know, mm-hmm. and, and to provide for themselves and have left, you know, you know, some crappy situations to be, to be here. So you have to want it as bad as they do. And he's, he says he wants it and he's going after it. So mm-hmm. just to, that experience of watching them navigate life is just so cool. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. That's really, yeah. really awesome. I think it, it speaks to not only like your commitment, I think, to the youth and younger people because of how impactful, you know, I mean, between you and I, like you seem like a younger guy, right? But you're probably, we're probably around the same age, but like just being able to like make that impact, I think it can be life-changing for everyone. And who knows what those men and young men will turn into and, and women that you've coached. Right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. um, so Let's take it back a little bit, get a little more lighthead, light, lighthearted. Uh, we are not lightheaded because you know we're not we're not sick or anything. But um, um, we've been talking to some of the players recently about what they've been doing um, while they're at home. So we know you've been playing some sports online. Uh, we talked yeah. about that, but what are you picking up anything new outside of that that you uh, you know while you're at home? No, just a, a lot more reading um, mm-hmm. with all the all, all the DJs doing all the live streams and stuff like that. That's kind of I'm not going to do a live stream, but <laughs> I'm I'm probably going to put a mix together, just kind of some updated oh, yeah. stuff. Um, so nice. that's definitely something I have time to do. You're not going to um, do the you're not going to do the five hour Questlove marathon DJ session. <laughs> I saw somebody trying to do a 24 hour one. Oh no! <laughs> the other day. Um, so yeah, no, uh, I'll dive into that a little bit. Um, and then finding fun ways to stay connected, doing mm-hmm. silly things with my wife, like pretending we still have date nights where we'll cook dinner, <laughs> run upstairs, get dressed up all fancy, come down, have dinner together. Um, so just things to say, saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily I've got a little, a little yard out back with some fruit trees. So there's something to go out to and kind of, you know, get lost a little bit and get some, get some sun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, talking about the mix a little bit, have you heard the new Pitbull song? I have not. Oh, okay. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe you need to, you've heard the, I believe chant though, right? Yes. Okay. So he mixes that song into his, like, that's his song. I believe right. we will win. And it's like supposed to be like a uplifting song about this current time. And I'm like, this song is old, like soccer Twitter is like going crazy. Like what's going on? This is, we know this song already. So I guess, I guess they're playing it off balconies in Miami condo buildings and stuff like that. So maybe you'll, maybe you'll mix that into like one of your mixes or something. I'll see if if there's a house version of it. See if somebody remix it. I'm sure. Like there's so much time right now. All the, yeah. Yeah. Chris, did you have any uh, questions for Andrew? Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm kind of coming at this thing raw. Like I didn't research you, and uh, and in <laughs> fact, in fact, uh, tongue in cheek, I probably asked the question at some point. Who is Andrew? So yeah. <laughs> we got so, to know him tonight, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, like, um, I mean, really, is I guess from my, my own curiosity is like, what what is your what is your day to day like when you are obviously in the office and things are going down? Like what, what are some of the things you're, you're, you're concerned about maybe the first couple of months into the season or, uh, you know, what is kind of your, your, your plan or timeline look like for this year? Well, you know, that's a different answer now than it was, you know, two months ago. Right. right. Um, first thing was, let's let's start here do you know how i got involved in the process like do you know we how don't. i met warren no. and any of that we stuff don't. let's let's hear that yeah. let's hear it. it was in it was in one of the articles somewhere but i i have no problem telling the story so 
uh, there's a family friend of ours. The Greek community is tight knit, right? Um, his name is G- George Kataklidis. He was a San Diego Soccer's player back in the day, and then later on in life, a, a successful restaurateur. He opened up the Daphne's chain of restaurants. I don't know if you remember those. Um, anyways, a few years ago, he he comes to me and says, Andrew, I have an opportunity. Uh, I have an opportunity for a soccer team. Are you guys interested? Um, he knew I had a passion for soccer. He knew how, I, how much I loved the San Diego soccers. Um, and it just lit a fire under me. And, and I was like, let's take a look at this. Maybe it's something we could do. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, but at the end of the day, it wasn't the right fit. And I was like, you know what, George, that was great. But, you know, maybe if something else comes along the way, so be it. So then he brought a second project to me, um, a local one. And I looked at it and there was a lot of like, if this, then maybe that. And, you know, we could do this and we're going to start here. And I just said again, I was like, it's just too wishy-washy. There's not enough, you know, there's not enough here. And then last summer, like I start every day, I'm scrolling through my phone, looking at news articles. And I come across the Sports Illustrated article about Warren and Landon looking for uh, local investment and they have the rights to USL franchise. And uh, to be honest, like I knew, I knew about the USL only because of their fight with the NASL when they're trying to get division two certification mm-hmm. outside of that. And knowing, you know, the Tampa Bay rowdies and a couple teams that were in it, I really didn't know much about it, but I said, Hey, I didn't really know who Warren Smith was. Right. But I dove into who he was. I saw the accomplishments he had there. Landon is Landon. <laughs> And, and, I, and I looked at the landscape of San Diego and I said, maybe there's something here. And then, so I reached out back to George and I said, George, you were really good about bringing me these other projects. What happened here? And he goes, Andrew, check your inbox. I sent you an email yesterday. I look at the, the inbox, sure enough. Andrew, I reached out to Warren. I've begun the conversation. If you're interested, let me know. And so I met Warren. Warren and Landon were actually, <clears throat> um, they were going to the U.S. women's matches down at... Uh, What's the pub? Uh, Where O'Brien's. Yes, O'Brien's. O'Brien's. Thank you. I'm going to get slaughtered for not remembering that. Uh, so <laughs> met them, met them for, for lunch during one of the games, and that was kind of my first formal introduction to Warren. And then that began the process. <laughs> that began the process of really the negotiations and working together. Um, I always thought that I would be a part of someone's project. I always thought that I would make an investment and I would have a vote. Um, I would never be like, you know, just along for somebody else's ride. Right. Um, I never thought I'd have this type of opportunity. Um, So it was a very different financial discussion, Uh, but it was also a different commitment level. Um, I have a couple startups that I've done, but they're much smaller in scale and they're not professional sports. Uh, My family is successful in other ventures, but they aren't my own. Um, so it was a commitment to see if we could really do this. And once I met Warren and his team, he had kind of had a front office team prepared and I met that Pete, you know, some of the other people. And I'm just like, this is it. This is the right group of people. I'm somebody who knows what this community is about and what soccer is about here. I've watched it start and fail and start and fail and start and fail. Or leave completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. franchise. We we won't talk about that. I we're we're not gonna. You know, and it's something we remind ourselves of often in the yeah. office. There mm-hmm. are 28, 28 teams that have failed here in town or left. That's including Clippers, Chargers, all that kind of stuff. Oh wow. Um. So really, at that so at that time, I meet the front office. We're ready to go. Everything's charged up, and we start rolling, man. I that all I saw was success. All I from. From you guys starting podcasts to the community embracing us, it's taking time, right? It's taking time as each layer of the community starts to get to know us, but we're building it. And that first game was just a testament to that. And so mm-hmm. I, I, go, I go back and forth of like, would it have been better to not have had that? Or to, because it feels like we've almost been teased, right? Like it was yeah. just, such a, it was such mm-hmm. an experience. But I, I can mm-hmm. also now lean on like, it's there. That. The passion yeah. is there. The desire mm-hmm. is there. It looks right. The games feel right. The stadium feels right. You know, one of, mm-hmm. I know I talked to a few of the players before, uh, before we had our first home game 
And we had practiced once at USD and they had asked me like, is it going to feel like home? You know, is it going to feel like our stadium? Mm -hmm. And it really did when you were in there. Um, Mm -hmm. So now, so now it's just, now it's just about commitment to our staff Mm -hmm. and to our players. Right. Yeah. We have four core core values and that's one of them. And we're going to stay through this and the community is going to stay through this with us, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And we're playing soccer again soon. Yeah, I think, you know, you, you brought up like uh, at home is uh, are we committed to it? And I think one of the worries that I had as a fan because of all these failed things I've been involved in, like NPSL and PDL here. And like you go to that first match and you're like, yeah, this is awesome. Now the second match comes and no one shows up because they're just like, yeah, I got my fix. Cool. But now with this like stoppage, it's kind of like, all right, when we get this back, it's going to be like. 2.0 of what happened that night, you know, because it's like, yes, we're getting it back. And now we're going to meet up all again because we've been missing soccer for so long. So it's yeah. kind of a blessing in disguise. That's how I'm choosing yeah, okay. to look at it. You know, so there's two blessings there. That's one of them. And a buddy of mine put it in a good way uh, when he was trying to talk me down. He's like, think about, think about George W. Bush when he threw out that first pitch after nine yeah. 11, think about, uh, the governor, Arnold Schwarzenegger, saying, go, charges, go, in the stadium yeah. after the fires. Like, there's an right. opportunity. We have an opportunity to embrace, not just in patriotism, but really in humanity once this thing is over. Mm-hmm. You know, and what that gathering will be like, I hope, is something very special. Um, mm-hmm. The second part that's a silver lining for us, it gives us a little more time to prepare. We had yeah. a very short window to do what we did. Right. And that's an accomplishment in itself. And so this is another time for our front office to just, okay, what's working? What can we reset? What can we do better? You know, what can we add that we're not doing? Um, and then how do we stay connected during this time? Right. Mm-hmm. The personal messages, I think were awesome. Uh, that came from, from uh, the players or the coaches or whoever you heard from. I thought that was really well done. Um, you were just kind of talking through that first home match and I like literally got chills, like reliving some of the feelings. Like tell me what it was like when you're on the field, you're walking around the stadium, that first game where it like, I mean the, the, the game itself I think was like almost secondary to a lot of what was happening in the stands. Even like it wasn't the most exciting soccer match, but the energy level and the excitement and just the in the environment, like what was that like finally seeing that come to fruition in a packed house with a really great atmosphere? What like tell me about that night for you? Oh man. It's gonna make me cry, Alan. Right? I know. So we'll take a step back. You're gonna you're gonna get to know me. I tell stories. I don't tell short short stories. No, that's fine. Oh, this is great. Thank you. Um, my dad made a choice to come to this country to pursue his education. He could have stayed in Greece and played professional soccer for Olympiacos. So soccer has always been huge for my family. So for me, opening night was just a connection to him. Um, I remember after the players came off the field, I purposely just walked the field by myself and thought about him and thought about what an incredible uh, thing he has provided me. Like this opportunity is such a special thing. Um, mm-hmm. So to bring soccer to our community, <clears throat> to mm-hmm. do something special in my family's name, um, mm-hmm. to walk the top of the stadium and just, mm-hmm. I would stop and just catch people's moments. Just the father yeah. and son watching a game, uh, two friends having a beer, watching the game like just that was unreal unreal that's awesome thank you absolutely i'm an emotional person that's no that's fine i'm gonna gonna die with this team we're gonna cry together we're gonna win together right we're gonna have fun together like it's just gonna be such an experience once we get it going again Mm -hmm. yeah to your point we're gonna have to fight with this you know, I said it in that first game, if it's going to be successful, the community has to continue showing up, not just that mm-hmm. one game that we come back from. Um, and, and the product from the field will also have to dictate that. I'm going to do my best to provide us the best coaches, to provide us the best product on the field. 
but we got to get butts in the seats. You know, we got to fight the beach and the sun and everything else that we have here in town, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, that's, you know, if there's something that keeps me up, it's, it's how do we maintain that grasp on, on the attention of our community? Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at how we kind of mapped out the beginning of the season, it was purposeful, right? First home game, second home game, big game versus Cholos. We looked at that. That was going to be, bam, you know, our dream was sell out, sell out, sell out, and you roll, right? And you go from there. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll do things to, to set that up again, you know, as, as we prepare to move forward here um, and just have just, yeah, just have another incredible experience. I think that you you really actually said what will actually be the key to it all. It's it's the community, and so the most that you make them the focus, and the more that you you know make you you just keep it real community centric. I think that that's going to be what keeps people coming back. Ultimately, it's not maybe it will maybe part of it will be what you provide. But I think if you're always working forward with the community in mind, ultimately that's what's going to do it for you, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, there's there, – my front office hates it when I put it like this because they don't want us to be looked at as a minor league sport. And that's not what I'm trying to say by this. What I'm saying is I want our fan base to have that connection that you have in a small town with a minor league team – where the team is just living amongst you and a part of your everyday life. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's not this disconnect of pro player, you know, and, and community member. Um, so that's the kind of feeling that I want to build. Yes, we, mm-hmm. we want to be the number one most professional franchise in any league in this country, hands down. But what I want you guys to feel and our fans to feel is that we're not here or there. We're all together, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. And I think you feel some of that, you know, I think yeah. we're hitting the community in the right way. Um, and their spots have been positive, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I think also like this time right now is like, okay, we don't have the, the matches. So we don't have the, the, what to watch the games. So all we can do is really connect with people and yeah. like connect like this on the podcast. And I think, you know, I wouldn't talk to Alan as much or Chris as much if I didn't have this, this game. And that's, what's going to bring us like, I think I, for Facebook during that first match, I, I think I tagged like 30 people, like when I checked in and that's like every single person of my soccer community was there. And that was like beautiful to me. So, and I think we're all itching for it to come back. And I think we're still staying connected in that way. So yeah. I think we can, and then that can, what, one thing but, I would add to that, reach out to the players, find yeah. their Twitter handles, find their Instagram handles. They, they want to be practicing so, so bad. They want to be out there. They, they felt the momentum too. And I just didn't know, I feel bad for a lot of them because you know, how many of them really have family in town? How many of them have somebody, you know, to Skype to or do that, you know? So right. just shooting those players a message, you know, anything I know will help them, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I think it's- that's one thing we got to, that's not really talked about right now. Like we got to talk about mental health too. You know, these guys are doing nothing and this is their livelihood. Like we have Mm -hmm. to make sure that we're, you know, taking care of one another through this. Mm -hmm. We've had the pleasure of speaking with a couple of them over the past couple of days. And that's the one, like the overarching feeling about a lot of the guys on the club is they're just like really good, solid human beings. And that are just super positive, super engaging, um, and just want to be part of the community. So I, I, I agree. And then with Marissa, the one thing I think you pointed out, um, there was like one of the locals events was like you walk into a room and there's half these people that you've seen at every soccer event. You're like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? And then there's like <laughs> yeah. the other half of the people are like people you've never seen before. Who are these people? Yeah. yeah. But they're <laughs> just as passionate as you are. And there's this really cool like coalescing of all of these like little microcosm communities in the soccer community really coming together and it's infectious. Mm -hmm. Like I can't tell you like how in just going to those events, like puts me in a great mood on my way there, Mm -hmm. knowing that I'm going to have these great interactions with other supporters, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a a high five with a a player when he walks by while you're drumming as he heads down to the field. Like a, a lot of the things you guys did, for that first match and even the preseason match were really cool and really engaging and really used the facility to make it feel like 
you had everything kind of set up. I know there's going to be some things and tweaks and things to make it better, but really the the way you thought out how it flowed, where the players walk through, like having fans right there to create kind of that fan tunnel that you might have to like mm-hmm. get that special ticket for in other events. Like you just have to hang out by the entrance and the players <laughs> walk right by you. And it, I mean, I think you guys did a, a f- phenomenal job um, and it was such a fun environment to be a part of. Um, we do have a question from, uh, from YouTube. I don't know if we want to transition into this. It is a little bit of a fun question. Uh, but it says, I love Greek food. What do you recommend in San Diego? <laughs> oh, man, that's a great question. Um, I don't know where you are, Glenn. Uh, but for me, it's a place called Georgia's. It's over here in Point Loma, kind of in the Sports Arena Rosecrans uh, district. It's a little strip mall. Uh, it is the closest, there are great Greek restaurants around town, but it is the closest thing to home cooking that I know in town. So if I feel like I need like home, good Greek cooking, that's where I head. Uh, it's nice that it's close. Um, 30 plus years that woman has been open and cooking. She started in East County, uh, and now has this place here. Um, I fear, I fear this might get her. So I'm, I'm keeping, she's in my prayers and I'm keeping, you know, my fingers crossed for her, uh, but Georgia is Greek cuisine. Uh, that is where I would go. All right. I'm writing That's that a good down. recommendation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and cool. then I would say, let me add one more asterisk to that. Yeah. Both the Greek festivals in town would be a great spot to hit up because then you also get all the Greek desserts and, mm-hmm. you know, the Greek coffees and the dancing and that kind of stuff. So the one wow. in, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. the one in the Hillcrest <laughs> North Park area. Theirs is always mid-June. That's uh, St. Spiridon. And then uh, North County off of Manchester Avenue, St. Constantine and Helen. Theirs is always the weekend after Labor Day. That's the one I work. So I know know that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed that that's still on on the table. I mean, I'm sure September. That's like. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> yes please awesome um i don't have anything else do you fellas have anything else you want to ask andrew our chairman of sd loyal and buddy and community friend and let me ask you guys a question yeah okay. anything we can be doing better anything you saw around the stadium oh. i know so the shuttle we're still, we're still working on the shuttles that's mm-hmm. been the one thing that we're we're getting, you know, feedback on, but anything you, you think we could be doing better? Um, oh, wow. Anything you'd like to see more of? I would like to see a, a few, like maybe some of those like team interactive videos. Um, like I, I'm a Liverpool supporter and I know the other two aren't, so they're going to poo-poo this and it's fine. <laughs> but I always, I, I loved, I loved when like the other two, the two teammates like quizzed each other and like played like guessing oh. games with each other. Cause it's like, I think that the team, the guys on the team are really cool guys, but we don't really know a whole lot about them. And so we've been trying yeah. to dig into that. And I, I think we, I would like to see a little bit more of like, who are these guys, especially somebody mm-hmm. like, like Grant or Toomey coming up from league one uh, or like guys like uh, Eric Avila, who's been all over the league or Salzizo. Like there's mm-hmm. all these really cool personalities that we yeah, just like, didn't. Shoot us law. Apparently is right? an amazing chef. Oh, there you go. Like, there you go. Like, yeah. We haven't yeah, had a chance so to bring him on yet. We're working on stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big uh, Formula One Red Bull fan, okay. and they do that with their drivers. They play little, like, reflex games and, like, get to know one another, like, dating games, like, what's mm-hmm. his favorite movie? And they mm-hmm. both have to hold it. Like, so we're, we're working on some stuff like that because that's awesome. up my alley for sure. Oh, awesome. Uh, Glenn actually has another question because you are – this is your area of expertise. He said, do you ever go to AEDC in Vegas? And what's the Super Bowl for DJs? <laughs> All right. So I'm 37. So the, my EDC, EDC days are behind me. Yes. My last EDC was the year before it moved to, to Las Vegas. So my last one was at the Coliseum, which is where it should have always stayed because it was a great site. But that's <laughs> not here or there. Uh, so that was my last EDC. Is there a Super Bowl for DJs? Uh, I guess that would be, you know, doing that or doing something like Coachella's up there. There's several European festivals, cream fields, um, you know, stuff out there that that's really big. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's, you know, if you're a scratch DJ, the DMC World Championship or the Red Bull Freestyle, that's kind of their 
Super Bowl of DJs. Um, my favorite DJ has a DJ competition on the East Coast called the Goldie Awards. Um, that's a really good one to watch if you're looking for good competition. They also awesome. do a beat, beat making in that one, so that's a fun one to watch. Cool. Yeah, I'm, now I'm going to go look these up on YouTube and watch this stuff. <laughs> um, so are you going to DJ like one of the matches, like maybe bring out the ones and twos on, on the pitch? <laughs> yes. yes. Awesome. Be like yes. Las Vegas. We can't wait. <laughs> yeah, we can't. There's, we're trying to figure it out because there's – I want to put the DJ – so we have a live DJ right now, just nobody knows it because he's in the press box. Um, the issue is, is we'd have to do two full setups, one outside, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where the beer garden is and then have the other one set up in there. We can do it. We're just not going to do it every game. Uh, right. what I would like to do, and this is a long shot, uh, is, uh, Diplo is a minority owner of Phoenix rising. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've opened yep. for him here in town. So I don't want to say we have a relationship, but I could get in contact with him. And I'd love to do something with Phoenix with him. So, oh man, so, I, that's that would be awesome. Like I said, long shot. <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody about it, but that's kind of that would be kind of fun to do. Now I do know that some of the Phoenix fans are hoping that when things get rescheduled, that they get moved to a Saturday match because uh, they want to come out, and that might be a, a, a way to entice them to to bring him out and do a guest DJ thing. Uh, I know they're really excited to get out here to San Diego. They talk a lot of trash on Twitter, but uh, <laughs> we, we can start a campaign here uh, with the Phoenix guys to try and put some pressure on him to come out and do a, a, a DJ thing before, before a match or something. <laughs> yeah, I have, my, I have my feelings on that good, good. Phoenix team. <laughs> well that's another that's another podcast i imagine <laughs> yeah. right right awesome um i'm good alan i don't know if you guys have anything you 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 guys are just just the usual like do you have anything you want to say to you know the loyal supporters any type of message any you know i know you put something out um not that long ago um but i didn't know if you wanted to take the opportunity to say anything tonight yeah. One, take care of one another. That's first and foremost. You know, I have a mother who's 75 who luckily has a roommate, so I know she has somebody with her, but I have to be careful going over there. And so I know we all have to be careful with our loved ones. So first and foremost, that. Second, um, we will be on the other side of this. I've said it in the video. I've said it a couple times tonight. Um, I, I, we're not going anywhere. When this gets going, it gets going and we'll be there. Uh, third, and you highlighted, uh, uh, you said it, Marissa, and, and I wanted to echo you. Um, the fact that we're halfway over our, uh, what we were expecting to get or hoping to get for our Feeding San Diego donation is incredible. Mm-hmm. The fact that we're over it now during what's going on is mm-hmm. phenomenal. So thank you, thank you, thank you to anybody who has donated or anybody who's even thinking of donating. Like the fact that $1 is providing four meals. And we're already over halfway to our goal. Like, that's awesome. And to do it now when, when people may be losing their jobs and, you know, that's incredible. So it speaks a lot about our community. Um, so continue that, continue loving one another through this. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Awesome. Thank you. And if people want to connect with you, uh, I guess Twitter is the best place to follow. Yeah. You. Yeah. Awesome. Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Twitter is where I'm going to be most public. I try to keep Facebook a little more private. Instagram, yeah. we'll see. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> it's You only need, I mean, take it from me, you only need one platform to be really effective on, and that, that's another show. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. We really enjoyed the stories and, uh, you know, really uh, connecting with you on all things uh, loyal. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yep. Anytime you want me back, I'm happy to come awesome. back. For sure. Thank Maybe you. when you win, win that EOSL FIFA tournament, we'll have you back on to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> cool. And then one day we'll share the story about this ball. All right. It's a very special okay. ball. Oh. All right. All right. Okay, all right. Yes. Awesome. Nice. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, all Andrew. Right. Bye. Great talking to you guys. Okay. Bye. You too. All right, guys. Yeah, I think we covered a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, we were going to talk about the COVID shield, uh, but I think we can save that one for another time, depending on how the tournament goes. Um, 
I just want to yeah, point out a couple things in the community. I know Three Punk Ales hooked it up with some beer. They delivered some beer the other night, and so I told them I'd give them a shout-out. Yes. Uh, nice. but, but just any, anything like that, we talked about Georgia's Greek cuisine. We talked about a lot of these businesses that are out there. Um, and if they I want to shout-out yeah. uh, Cali Comfort again because mm-hmm. they're, like, totally up with, like, whatever's, like, trending. They just released uh, – Cali barbecue tiger king growlers which is like you can what? like they made like their own like mix of like tiger like uh, a like, orange colored drink and like you can bring like a growl like a mini crowler growler like to there and like they'll fill it up and we did that a couple of days ago i think sunday uh we got like the bloody mary so it was like three bloody marys in like mixed in this growler right and then they gave you the cup with the candied bacon, the celery, the tahini, the salt, like everything. And like here, like, you know, you think, oh my God, I'm just spending all this money on like liquor and stuff. But like, it's like three or four like servings mm. of the Bloody Mary. And then I got a little crowler of a uh, belching beaver, uh, Mexican chocolate PV stout, which mm. I never drink beer, but I had like three pints of that. Mm. And I was like, they have adjusted to this whole thing and yeah. i really i want to shout them out because they're they're staying active i know they had mm-hmm. to lay off some people but like yeah and we're gonna remember that we're gonna remember that when this is all done and restaurants and stuff like cali comfort and three punk ales they're really really supportive of the community and especially uh with three punk and the soccer community they're huge mm-hmm. uh supporters of a bunch of different podcasts and uh mm-hmm. they do watch parties and so uh, that's one of the things that really struck me is like, hey, let's support those who support others. Uh, so if there's a place you love, do it. Um, if you want to uh, hit us up on Twitter and you know hit it, let us know about who you are, uh, who you would like some support for a restaurant, someone doing takeout, someone doing you know whatever. Uh, let us yeah. amplify their their businesses for them. Um, and then some of the other guys who are out there hustling soccer. Home Sweet Soccer has been doing a lot of really cool. Uh, getting guys who played in matches in League One to talk about their talk about like some big matches in USL League One. Uh, so if you are following Home Sweet Soccer or not, uh, do it. Uh, there's guys out there in the sports world who, you know, need as much love too. They're trying to hustle and get some uh, and to help build their career. And he's one of the good ones. Uh, Home Sweet Soccer. He's doing like watch-alongs with players. So uh, give him a follow on Twitter. I think he does it through Twitter, and then it. Um, archives his videos so check it out uh, so I'm going to give a shout out to him um, any uh, last thoughts Chris um, Marissa I I just got an email from a woman uh, Danielle I think she's on the SAFC podcast and we are going to do an all women podcast coming up so stay tuned for that because that'll be really cool not necessarily on this channel we have to check which channel it's going to be on but I'm excited for that because this is this is op- opening opportunities for women in sports, mm-hmm. which I'm super passionate about. And yeah. Um, yeah, stay tuned. Follow me. For sure, Chris. Do you know where to follow? Do you know where to follow me? Where do you follow you? <laughs> do I don't follow know. You? Hashtag don't Marissa. Know. Oh, maybe. Spe- Yay, spelled out. Marissa. Spelled out. Yes, spelled out. Not the pound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, where do we? connect with you you find me at uh, by chris walker on instagram and twitter awesome thank you chris alan you can find me at a underwood 48 on the twitter machines and uh i put this out on the orange and black soccer cast yesterday so i'm gonna do it on here today too i am terrible at fifa and rocket league so if you need a pick me up and you need to like throw a beat down on somebody um you can find me at wonderbread 48 on on xbox uh hit me up on twitter Ooh. first uh wonder yeah bread. wonder bread i'm white and crisp and, and what is that white hey. and uh what is on the uh, outside fluffy, fluffy. Uh, fl- white and fluffy yeah <laughs> so they white, call me white, trisket i'm a brown cracker white white and cr- white and nice. crusty i'm white and crusty <laughs> I'm That's gonna my first matches on you it was actually, it was actually because a student called me Wonderwood by accident when I was teaching once, uh, and I was like Wonderwood, like is that like Wonder Bread? Because I'm like I'm like super pasty. Is that what this is? That what this is? 
So that kind of stuck, and that was my gamer tag for forever. Uh, so hit me up on Twitter first. Uh, I'd be more than happy to lose a couple of matches on FIFA or Rocket League if you need to pick me up. Um, awesome. Guys, it's been a blast tonight. Um, the last p- couple of days with the interviews, we'll be dropping those soon. Um, I can't thank the soccer community enough for the pick-me-ups mm-hmm. that I've needed over the past couple of weeks. Hopefully we've mm-hmm. done the same for you. Um, I, that's, I think that's it for tonight. Um, follow us on FairPod. Yeah. Hit subscribe. Hit like. Uh, this was a great show. Uh, and hopefully yes. people are sharing this out. Uh, Andrew Vasiliadis was amazing. So um, Yeah, we cried with him. Right, so. right? Little, I don't know what you're talking about. I, was, I wasn't crying. I was, there was, du- there was I dust. Was. There was I dust. I don't care. No shame in my game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night, right. everybody. Happy good birthday, night. Diego. This and every episode is brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. You can find other podcasts on bgn.fm. The Fairweather Podcast is also sponsored by Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie-cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com.